Hey y'all, I'm so glad to have you here with me holding space. So I definitely want to talk with y'all about something that has been resonating with my heart for some time now. But before we get started, I just want to disclose to you guys, if there's anything in this episode that bothers you or makes you question your beliefs that you've been taught, I will just say to use your discernment as always, because I'm no longer religious for many reasons. And if you want to know about that, my first podcast episode does go into detail on why. But, you know, if it doesn't resonate with you, just keep it moving, right? Okay? So all of the information that I'm going to be sharing here, I've learned from my own mentor. I've done my research and I've studied this information from different channeling sessions that I've had. And I refuse to give you information based on ego, you know, based on my own twisted thoughts, you know, just because I want you to align with me just to stir your panties up. (laughs) I'm not going to do that. I'm going to give it to you real. Just based off of my research, okay? So if you are listening to this podcast, the word starseed has stood out to you. It's a familiar name, even if you don't know the meaning at this moment, you know, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. But maybe this is the reason that you clicked on this particular episode out of all other eight, okay? So let's get into starseeds. So starseeds are souls who were incarnated on a different planet before they incarnated on earth for their first time. All right. So this prompts the question. A lot of people ask, am I a starseed? And of course, you know, majority of our entire population of souls on earth, with the small exception of the ones that came from our mother Gaia, that mother Gaia, if you do not know who that is, she is our divine mother of earth. She is a planet, but she also has a soul right? And when we think about the souls on earth, many of us didn't come from here. So we're all really, truly different. So that that makes you question, like, why are we even here? Like, if we didn't come from here, why are we here, right? So let's get into, you know, star seeds on a deep level. We're going to get into this. So We all know that there's a lot of corruption and separation and hatred on earth. You know, as far as people like losing control over their lives due to the government, due to the laws, due to, you know, not having the freedom. You know, freedom has been lost entirely. You know, many people think they have no freedom and we are in the United States. That's where I am. Many people in different countries, different continents, they don't live. They don't have the freedoms that a lot of us do in the United States. I have a friend who's in Canada and I I hate the fact that the customs, it takes so long for you to get your orders. It takes, you know, you have to pay extra, extra just to get, you know, your orders in the mail. It's a lot. It's so much that goes on in other places that we just don't know. And I do believe that, you know, many of us are lost. You know, our cultures have been destroyed, mass genocides, you know, and religion religion has been you know one of the the greatest tools of separation and it's sad because you know people live thinking oh the right or the wrong way you know to live based on someone else's thoughts you know we must stand in our power and go back to the basics of our true identity and our soul mission right so we all know that mother guy is a planet we know she's a soul she hurts just like we do she feels just as we do And she can give out love and she can destroy. 
right? And Gaia's gone through so much in these centuries and these eons of Earth's existence. And she sent out a call to starseeds asking for assistance to help us, to help her babies, to help the planet that we live on. And many of us took on that task to help her raise the frequency of the earth to make lasting changes, to help the lost souls regain the collective consciousness, to protect the earth from being destroyed by the same negative group that has destroyed other planets in our universe. We'll get into that as well. So this task is a major one and it shows us how strong we are. You know, we knew how chaotic this planet was, but we still said yes. We still made it our mission to help because we love her so much and we've experienced Earth many times, right? So I told y'all in our last uh, episode that I would talk more about souls a little bit and I just want to share just a piece of what I feel is aligned with this episode. So souls go through a journey of incarnation and death. And there are many things that happen when we go through this. You know, when we incarnate, we choose our life. You know, how we'll look, our parents that we come from, our astrological information, you know. And you can think of this very similar to like a Sims game or if you haven't played the Sims or, you know, just a form of simulation. This is a very deep process, but we still keep our soul, our gifts, the things that, you know, can never be taken away from you. It can be hidden, of course, and that's what is it is for a lot of people. A lot of people have these hidden gifts they have no idea about because it's been so much corruption, confusion. It's been a lot, you know. So, you know, not being in a high vibration, this is this is what happens. You know, the, the gifts that you have are hidden. The high frequency that you are normally vibrating on, you're not. And when we ultimately pass away, we go through a phase where we're reviewing our life as what it was. We see the pain, we see the happiness, the lessons, and we're able to be healed from that, right? So I do hope that this makes sense. But if you have been taught that, you know, when you live that you just got one shot to experience earth and then you die and you have to wait until the world is destroyed and then, you know, maybe some angel, God or Jesus, you know, will come down to save the good ones and then <laughs> we'll live in harmony. <laughs> and then, you know, you were, you know, back to save the good ones. And uh, it's intentionally deceitful. It's deceitful on many levels because this has created, you know, negative beliefs. And one of the reasons why people live their life in so much fear you know, fear is one of the lowest levels of frequency. This keeps you in a state, you know, where if you do good, you think you're better than the rest and that you'll be saved. And this creates a place where people who mess up think they're going to hell. So it's like, why would they change and why would they do good? They've already sinned. So what's the point of trying when, you know, I'm already going to hell? That's what I've heard a lot of people say. I'll, I'll be in hell smoking a blunt, <laughs> you know? So it's like, you see how that works? Like, it really stinks. It smells like ass. And this is why, you know, like I said, religion is one of the biggest forms of separation because it's the fight against the good versus the evil. And all the people who make mistakes should go to hell when all reality is that we're all capable of doing good and also doing bad because we live on a frequency that allows this on Earth. Earth's frequency is 3D. It's, you know, when you raise your vibrations, you can get to 40, which is a higher vibration. And then some people are definitely vibrating on a 5D level still on Earth. They're still on Earth. Um, so, yeah, and this doesn't mean that, you know, we cannot be forgiven or we can't do better. 
in this life. And I've seen many people who've lived most of their life in a negative frequency to where they've made bad choices. And it resulted in them living in a state of negativity and a low frequency. And you can just look at, you know, religious people as well. You know, people who rape, they abuse, they steal from their church, you know, and they also murder. But, you know, we don't see that. We have, they seem to appear to be good. But underneath it, we're all humans and we're all able to choose the life that we want, regardless of whichever path they choose, they will go through the journey, the process, and they will live again. So when you raise your vibration and you focus on being the great soul that you chose to be here to help this world to awaken, we must remember the closer that we get to the light, the higher we vibrate, but don't judge one's journey or the path that they chose to get to the light. Because many times the darkness was the key to the light for a lot of people. They're living in darkness because they don't know any better. You know, and I hate the word sheep. I hate the word sheeple. It bothers me because so many of us were not awake. We were living in darkness. And how can you get to the light? You have to go through the darkness to get to the light. You know, and a lot of people, they thrive in darkness. That doesn't mean that they're negative souls. That just means that they are used to darkness. They're used to chaos and they know how to deal with it in a better way than a lot of people. So, you know, if you if you're a starseed and you feel it in your heart, you know that you're having, you know, a soul remembrance. This will only allow you to lead your life down the path that you were intended to blaze. Right. These starseeds who have incarnated during this wave are true soldiers, and we've experienced a lot of trauma in order to wake us up and have our spiritual awakening early on. So a lot of people were, you know, abused as children, abused, you know, uh, confused, religious cults. You know, it's a lot of things that have helped people to awaken early on. And not everyone is meant to awaken in this lifetime, and that is definitely okay. Because each soul has a purpose while they're on earth. And we aren't all going to have similar paths. And, you know, they always say, don't judge someone because you don't know their story. Exactly. You don't. And a lot, a lot of people, a lot of souls, they can have many different lifetimes where they've lived a lifetime of luxury, of abundance. And then their soul chooses to be in a state where they don't have that because your soul wants to experience your soul truly wants to experience the different things. So many starseeds do feel out of place. They always like they feel like they're never belong. Like they're, you know, they've always felt that they were special or, or magical, you know, but they just didn't know how to describe that. You know, a lot of starseeds are highly intuitive. So this is, you know, just a lot of people having that calling. You know, they have a calling to help people. You know, you feel like you were born maybe into a family where you don't relate to them. You have a longing for home. I know I do. You know, I've always had like a longing for home and, you know, just I just never felt like this was home. So, you know, a lot of starseeds also, they love looking at the stars. They love looking at the stars, even if they don't know why. They love it. Looking at the sky and the skylight. You know, many starseeds are afraid of water. They're afraid of, you know, dinosaurs. I definitely was. I used to have nightmares about dinosaurs. And many of us have love for mermaids, you know, unicorns and fairies and trolls. And it's just so much. And this is like very fascinating for, for us because it's a remembrance of our soul.
All right, so let's get into where star seeds come from. So we all come from God's source, the Most High, the Divine Mother, Father, whichever name that you prefer. We all descended from God, and someday we can choose to go back with this energy. In our studies, we learn, you know, kind of kept us away from the real truth. It keeps us away from our alignment to achieve the mission that we were meant to conquer. So just do me a favor and open up your thoughts and use your own discernment, of course. But with this upcoming information at the end of the podcast, I will include sources of knowledge that talks about the soul planets, um, the galaxies, and the universe, okay? So we're definitely not alone in this world. And, you know, we've all heard about recorded alien contact, the, the, the flying UFOs. We've seen the symbols and the crop circles. So, you know, where do you think those beings come from? They, they didn't come from Earth. You know, like they're, they're, they call them an alien extraterrestrial for a reason. Google extraterrestrial right look that up so simple astrology you know that we learned in you know primary and secondary schools it taught us that we have nine planets right mercury venus earth mars jupiter saturn uranus neptune and pluto so this is an inaccurate depiction of what is actually out there our universe is massive. We have planets with life force just as we do, and they live in a society that was built by them and for them. And this is the main reason why we're not able to travel outside of certain areas in space. There is a security that inhibits this from happening. And this is for good reason, <laughs> of course. Like if we had the people who control us here, they were able to go into other places, you know, it wouldn't be good. So there is security that blocks that from happening. And I love that. So let's talk about a few planets and constellations that are out there that I have a personal experience with. Um, so there is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful angelic realm called Andromeda. And this is a planet as well as a constellation. And this is like pure love, peace. These beings are just, they're just totally different from us, you know, from us humans on earth. You know, in my opinion, I do feel like they're one of the most beautiful souls. They have beautiful features. You know, they, they're so pretty. And when you, you, you in, uh, encounter an uh, angelic soul from Andromeda, you'll know it. You'll see it. They're just beautiful. They're just loving. They're just, just amazing. And you'll know it in your heart. You'll feel it. Uh, also, they had, there is Pleiades. That is a place where a lot of refugees from other planets that fled from galactic wars. You know, there's a specific planet in Lyra. Many of them were scientists and doctors in Avalon. And they traveled from Lyra and they went to Pleiades. There's also the Orion constellation, one of my favorites. This is the birthplace of many different beings. So they say the Orion constellation is very similar to Earth when it comes to like the chaos that we endure here. Many starseeds from Orion are really comfortable on Earth with how the way it works here because we're used to that chaos. <laughs> so this is a this is a very beautiful place, but Orion has many different planets. It's a constellation, but there's many planets within this constellation. And one in particular has a beautiful utopia water world. It's called Mintaka. And this is one of my 
previous homes but this is a very sim this is very similar to like little mermaid you know it's a water world just beautiful this is where all the beings lived underwater everything was peaceful like these people just made good decisions well they weren't people of course but these beings made great decisions they just loved everything but ultimately they were destroyed right it's it is said that uh, the Star Force movie was depicted from this constellation, like the war that was there, the war that happened in Orion. You know, this was the this was caused by a negative soul group called the Draco. They just they also destroyed planets on Lyra. And many Mentakans that are on Earth, they yearn and they long for Mentaka because they loved it so much, and they have a deep soul wound from the destruction that happened there. And because, you know, peaceful people, they don't need to create weapons of mass destruction. So they didn't have those weapons to kill people, to hurt other souls. You know, they didn't have that. And that was their downfall. They were invaded by the Draco and they were destroyed. And this, my last uh, constellation that I'm going to go over is Lyra or Vega. And these this constellation consists of like feline and avian beings it said that the birthplace of us humans, of the human race, was in Lyra. You know, they evolved over time and incarnating on Earth to the humans that we are now, right? So this constellation is like the first galactic war that is documented in our universe, you know, where many planets were destroyed due to the negative soul group, the Dracos, like I, like I discussed in the Orion constellation. You know, they had a need for control and they wanted to control and they, you know, they couldn't control. So, of course, they just destroyed it. You know, if I can't have it, neither will you. And they destroyed it. You know, so if you really do have like a deep fondness for like lions or tigers, domestic cats or, you know, birds like eagles or hawks, you know, you probably have a resonance in your heart with Lyra, you know, as do I. I love lions. You know, I used to be afraid of cats my whole life, but I've always loved lions, you know, on a level that was absolutely nerdy. You know, I'd watch documentaries on lions for hours. So if you love lions like I do. Definitely go find Savage Kingdom and you can thank me later. <laughs> so there's also different planets out there. There's Sirius. I'm, I know a lot of people have heard of Sirius. There's Octurus. There's Antares. There's the Draco. And you know, there's many other planets out there that exist, you know, alongside us in the universe, as well as animal planets. They have a unicorn and fairy realms and dragon realms. And, you know, think about Shrek and the dragon, you know, the this may be hard to believe, but where do you think the writers of these movies got their information from? You know, the movies we grew up watching depicted many places in space and many planets that are out there. You know, this is why we grew up in love with magic. You know, watching movies where people were able to move objects, which is called, you know, teleportation. You had the mind readers who, you know, could read your mind or manipulate your mind. You know, we can we you know, we definitely can't forget about the shapeshifters, the people who turn into like birds or frogs, you know, the princess and the frog. I should kiss the frog and she turned into a frog, <laughs> you know, but I definitely challenge you to do your own research, you know, as well as I know what you find, you know, is going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. You're going to be like, wow, because it's going to resonate. But as promised, I have listed some very credible sources 
for insight that I found to be amazing gems in the road to self-exploration of my own soul. So my mentor, Jenny, she's the owner of Starseed Academy. You can find her on Facebook as well as YouTube. She also has a website. So if you find her Facebook or you find her um, YouTube, she has links in, in the YouTube and you can go to her website. She's amazing. She she is so amazing, but she teaches, you know, to lose the ego and to give, you know, the truth straight from the source. She channels information regarding star seeds and light workers, and she specifically works with us to get us to our to our soul mission, you know, to fulfill that that need and that desire that we came here to do to get out of the confusion, to get out of, you know, being lost and, you know, addicted to things that continue to, you know, bring us down. But she also has a beautiful membership where she gets, you know, really deep. It's actually a really beautiful experience that I never knew I I would uh, be able to embark. Like when I signed up, I kept getting these soul nudges to just learn more about myself. And this has been amazing, you know, just to know who I am, know where I came from and just connect with the many lifetimes that I've had. There's also um, a lady who's passed away. Her name is Dolores Cannon. You can find many of her uh, YouTube videos. You can find her on Facebook. She also has a few uh, books that I want to list. The first one that I'll list is called The Search for Hidden Sacred Knowledge. That is such an insightful book. It's amazing. Uh, Five Lives Remembered and also Secrets of the Garden. Those are a few books that she's wrote. And there's Debbie Solaris. She's a highly intuitive galactic historian, and she's also a Kashuk record reader. So you can find her on YouTube as well, or you can Google her. Just type in Debbie Solaris and her website will pop up. She does have a lot of ad- adequate information on numerous Starsea races, as well as like Jenny does as well. But she you know, goes really deep into the galactic history and the information from that, you know, from that Starsea race. And... Last but not least, a beautiful star seed you can find on YouTube. Her name, her name under YouTube is to Kitty and Beyond. So to Kitty like a cat and beyond. She does tarot, she does energy readings as well as Akashic record readings. So she's kind of very similar to what Jenny does. You know, she shares her her insight on star seeds from different planets. And she also has a website to Kitty and Beyond where you can check her out as well. So I definitely hope that this episode inspires you to dig into who you are on a soul level and this prompts you to start asking those questions that you've always wondered but you really never understood. So let's end our podcast on a high note and say three positive affirmations about ourselves. I am powerful, I am magical, and I am love. (laughs) All right, I love y'all so much. Stay blessed. I'll thank you so much for listening to my podcast. If you have any questions or you would like for me to discuss, you know, any situation that you like, just leave me some feedback in the listener support area. I love you so much. And until we meet again.